What you need to know being brought to us by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Here she comes at U-N-E-E-Q underscore. Follow her, everybody. Here's Laura with what you wait, need wait, to wait. know. Wait, wait, wait. What was that? U-N-E-E-Q? Uh-huh. Yeah, underscore. Don't worry. It's a thing with everybody. Literally everybody asks about it. Yeah, okay. it's, it's a college thing. It's just a thing. All we right, can talk all about right. it off air. Okay. <laughs> I mean, is it, what, which part of it got you, though? Was it the name or was it the underscore at the end? Because that's the part that bothers me. All of it. <laughs> like you and, Anyway, all right. I, I mean, that's my Twitter handle, whatever. I don't got to explain you, to Dude, nobody. she fought for this Twitter handle. She I literally really fought a war against Twitter to get that Twitter handle back when they took it from her. And she won. His face, though, is priceless. I could see it. <laughs> all right. So what do you need to know? All right, cool. So what is this? Is it a game? No. No, oh. she's just going to tell you what you need to know. Yeah, just oh, like okay. a little All tidbit. Right. So, okay, so I I was um, really annoyed by a story that kind of broke out and made headline news. Um, if you guys haven't heard, I don't know where you guys have been, but there was a young man, a Cuban immigrant, who was sentenced to 110 years. Oh, yeah. For Okay, so everybody knows, right, the Colorado truck driver? Mm-hmm. So today I saw that the DA is asking the court to reconsider his 110-year sentence that, you know, I think it's crazy ridiculous that he was even sentenced to that many years. Um, so that's literally what you guys needed to know. I was super proud of that. I don't know what's going to happen. I know I'm not a huge fan of Kim Kardashian. Everybody knows this. But she brought light to that as well, and I have to give her props for that because you give props to people when they do something right. So shout out to Kim K, which... Uh, I don't really do that. I was going to say, she's right, an advocate. This is a shocker. Yeah. yeah, this, yeah. This is a big shocker right here where you're giving credit to Kim Kardashian. Yes, when you, it is. You put her on your... You <laughs> she put passed her on your... the baby bar, Laura. <laughs> she... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... I mean, didn't you put her know, on your no oxygen list? I did. So this is huge for me. This is huge for me. But this, literally, when I saw this uh, headline, I was like, wait, what? I mean, I knew about the accident, but when I saw... And heard what the sentencing was. I just, I was shocked. Just like many people, I was, you know, throwing out the change.org petition out there. So Okay, so what did Kim do? She just posted about it. She's in, she's trying to be an advocate to get his sentence reduced. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. You know the story here? The story no, I know from- the story. I just don't know what Kim Kardashian has Let to do me, with I, I'm not sure I know the full details, but what I do know is, is that there was this young truck driver, and there was a car accident. And it was an accident, and people died. And rather than it being considered an accident, it w- he, this guy was you know, sentenced to 110 years in jail. In Colorado. And, Colorado yeah, and yep. truck drivers um, apparently boycotted the state of Colorado so people couldn't get their stuff that was coming via trucks because the truck drivers were like, no, we're not going into that state. So I don't know how long that, that boycott really lasted, but that was the story that I had heard. Yeah, he killed four people in an accident, and he was sentenced to 110 years, and then the truck drivers along the West uh, Coast were saying, we're going to boycott not going into Colorado. Mm-hmm. So that was the last I heard of it, but I didn't hear anything about Kim Kardashian. So. Yeah, Kim Kardashian posted, like I saw it on my you know Instagram feed and how people were giving her props for posting that. And, you know, I, like I like I said, I'm not a huge fan of hers, but I really it's hard, you know, for Latinos to get a little bit of uh, headlines. And sometimes when we get them, they're not great. So for her to kind of shine light on that, I loved it. And I had to give her props for that. Yeah. And- Rogel Aguilera Medeiros said his brakes failed and he tried to pull over, but he couldn't. And that caused the accident, killing four people in the Denver area. Yeah. He's a which, Cuban immigrant. Which is another thing because they haven't gone after the company, which is the one who provided the faulty truck in the first place with bad brakes yeah over That's a million a, people have signed the petition cap i'm reading right now four point something 4.5 wow. mil mm-hmm. 
People have signed the petition for that. I wonder how many people had signed it before Kim Kardashian got involved, and I'm not uh, even joking. It was joking. more. No, no, no. It was a lot. It was like three oh, was? point something. Yeah. Oh, it was, cool. Yeah, it was. Again, I give her props, but this has been circulating way before she did anything for it. Got it. Jumped on the bandwagon, huh? I mean, I'm not going to say all that. I'm just saying I give her props because she has a huge audience, and, you know, I really feel like they need to reconsider that. So that's I hope they what y'all need to do. I sure hope they do. That's what you need to know. It's brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Beto Duran is in today for Sedano. Sedano had started this vacation. Beto, what do you think about Sedano and this two-week end-of-the-year vacay that he likes to take? What do you think about this? Good for him. You take vacation, right? Not really. Oh, come on. Really? Never. Never. I'm, okay. I'm one of those guys. I mean, you're have... taking off not next week, but the following week. And I'm pretty sure that. that Beto is, uh, is filling in. So, oh. yeah, you do. That's true. Yeah. Okay, you know what? You're right. Why are you going to worry about other people taking vacation? Everybody takes vacation. You guys have earned it. It's in your contract. Yeah. I'm one of those guys that uh, doesn't like to take vacation, mostly because it takes me about four or five days into a vacation to, to like just calm down a little bit. No, I hear you because, you know what? Your job is your vacation. We love what we do, and it's great to come to work and talk about sports. It's fantastic. But at the same time, if they're going to give it to you, you better take that bad yeah. boy. Well, that's what George says. George is like, dude, but I got not all like, this vacation. But George is it. Okay, he might be not here for radio, but he's working. Oh, dude. Uh, he, that guy Christmas, never he's working Christmas Day in Milwaukee. Yep. I'm working with him in San Antonio. We're doing the Alamo Bowl. He's going to do the play-by-play. I'm going to be a spotter. Cool. So he's working, man. Yeah. Yeah, he ain't taking time off. I mean, he's he's off the radio, but he ain't taking time off. Because yeah, guys Latinos like Latinos can't take grind. time off, bro. We yeah. cannot take it off. Tell him. People ask me, oh, why do you work so much, Beto? Because I'm broke. Because <laughs> I'm trying to get a job. <laughs> Mr. 1099. Why You think I really want to be here today i want to be out there doing what you do what are you going to do wrap christmas present and play christmas carols i want to do that too cap but no i understand <laughs> i understand speaking of which i brought you tamales but you're not even here i would have if i would have known tamales what kind of tamales did you bring uh, just chicken ones the ones my kids made oh yeah. all your kids made yeah oh. well, well they had the assembly line my sister and my nieces had, yeah yeah oh the, i know the assembly line i've always been a part of they it had the assembly know? line yeah. ready to go hey a couple years ago when i was full-time here's cap, cap yeah. Yeah. i brought uh, scott mccarthy pozole because you know he's from new mexico oh yeah uh-huh. we, we got down bro Love pozole. my mom made menudo the other day it was so good you're hungover no, she oh. just like, I just came home. <laughs> I literally just came home and I'm like, why does it smell so good? She's like, oh, estoy haciendo menudo. And I'm like, what? She's about to do the tamales today. Wait, you speak Spanish on the show? Yeah, I do all the all time. All the time? Why? Because I want to and that's part of me. No, it's an English broadcast. Scap doesn't understand it. That's not yeah, hard. Feels, yo comprende. Yeah, comprende un poco. Not comprende. Not, stop with the yo comprende. What? <laughs> The, I, I speak Spanglish all the time on this show. Oh, right. Geez. And I and I try and understand it all, and I even speak my own version of Spanglish on this show. Like, I mean, he butchers it, but you know. I mean, yeah, I butcher it, but I try. He hey, try. we appreciate you. Like, yeah. it's Thank cool. Thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. I'm sorry I didn't know that, you know, Espanol was not a, appropriate here. I'll be quiet. Es okay. muy apropriate. Like, let me tell you that right then, now. Because then you get guys like him doing this. What? I mean, I speak, I speak it because that's how I speak on a daily basis. I'm not going to change just because I'm behind a mic. You tell him, girl. You tell him. Mm-hmm. All right, let me let me play some of this sound for you, though, because I, I really want to get back to the Lakers, and I hear you, Beto, you were down at the Rams game yesterday, and actually we'll get back to the Rams and what happened, but the Lakers, by the way, was yesterday not a great Tuesday of sports? Because right now, I don't know about you, but Kentucky versus Western Kentucky, just not really doing it for me in college basketball, and, and there's just so much college basketball in today. I'm like, man, Tuesday was great. I had NFL football games. I had NBA basketball games. There were a couple of college bowl games that I was interested in, but college basketball, Arizona and Tennessee, sorry, guys. I'm just not there yet. I, 
I love Tuesday. If, if the NFL would play every day of the week, I'd be very happy. Would you? And you don't think that wasn't a test run? You don't think Goodell saying, huh, football on Tuesday. Remember when Thursday football showed up, everybody was complaining about it, and now, oh, it's a marquee game because you give them good games, they're going to find a way to do it. Monday night football used to be uh, not good, right? All of a sudden you get the good games, oh, we're back to it. Thursday night football, any way the NFL can find a way to make some money, they're going to do it. I wouldn't be surprised if you have Tuesday games later on. I would, I would watch NFL football every day of the week if they would give it to me. But at the end of the day yesterday, when, when the Rams game had already ended, it was time for the Laker game to start. When the Laker game was over and done, it turned into an 18-point win for Phoenix. Look, Phoenix is the best team in the Western Conference right now, record-wise. And the Lakers are a very middle-of-the-road 500 ball club. But when the game was over, LeBron took to the microphone at the press conference. Can we play... What LeBron said, listen to not just the words, listen to the tonality of LeBron James in the postgame press conference last night after this loss against Phoenix. Listen to this. I thought we had good moments and we didn't have good moments at times. You know, I thought we had some really good moments in the first half. We had some good moments in the second half as well. But, um, you know, when you hit a law like that, I think they came out on a 7-0 run to start the quarter. We said we get back into the game and then we allowed to slip away again. So, um, obviously, um, you know, they they are at full strength, you know, and uh, we're not. So it's hard to see where we are as a team. But I think, you know, there's points in the game where I thought we played some good basketball um, and there was points where we didn't. Okay. Better when you listen hmm. to him, when you hear him. Hmm. To me, this is me here. Because he goes on to hmm. say something to the effect of it's hard to assess who we are as a team because I've missed time. Ariza's just coming back. THT has missed time. Um, we've got a COVID situation. Our head coach isn't here. I mean, he, he really, he brought up valid points, I thought, but he also sounded to me uh, very down right now about where the Lakers team is versus where he, not just we, he expected the Lakers to be. What do you make of the tone of, of LeBron's post game. I want to say down, but you can definitely hear frustration. Uh, you could definitely hear some, I did not sign up for this. You could definitely hear, this is not what I expected. You can definitely hear, uh-oh, what are we doing? It's December. We still haven't figured this out. Uh-oh, I'm the only one doing things right now. Where's my help? Where's everybody else at? Like you put together this team with a bunch of big names. Look, if it's young kids, it's going to take you a while to gel, right? You have the big names, the stars, the guys who've been there, done that. It should be easier, right? I mean, well, obviously, so you thought. have. So we thought you have the egos and you have to figure out how to play with each other. But at the same time, hey, it sounds like LeBron is saying, I'm the only one doing anything right now, doesn't it? I mean, I feel like, you know, you look, you look last night like Carmelo, just as an example. You're in the third quarter, you're in the middle of this game, and you get. You get teched and get kicked out of the game. You get your second tee. Like, dude, we need you. We need you on the floor. You're a veteran player. You're like the oldest dude on our team with LeBron. Like, we need you. You got to control your emotions because we're going to need you to drop threes and you're getting kicked out of a game. And LeBron said afterwards, he's like, look, I understand. You know, he thought he got hit in the ribs and he thought he had a he should have been fouled. And I can I can certainly support him in that. But you got to stay in the game when you're playing against a team like Phoenix. I was hoping that the Lakers were going to show up last night, even without Anthony Davis, and go, we're going to play our best game, and we're going to find Lincoln, a way to we've win. We've seen the Lakers do that. 
Well, we haven't. I'm saying I was hoping. You heard the word hope, right? You're still holding out for hope, huh? Yeah. Keep yeah. hope alive, Cap. Yeah. I mean, well, I know I know Laura's a big Laker fan, so I know is she still holding out for hope right now? Are you still holding out for hope? Hell no. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I love I'm on Laura's Lakers. side. I'm no. on Laura. Like, there is no hope with this team right now. It's like you know what you're gonna get. This is a bad team right now. It's bad. They have to do major changes, changes that I don't think can actually no, happen. happen. There's no way. There, there's no, there's no way. What do you? Who's gonna help the Lakers anyways? No one. Right. No one. Cap, you're still holding out for hope. Well, here's why. Because when LeBron is after the game saying things like. You know, hey, you can't really assess us right now. AD's out and the coach is out with true, COVID. True, and, You and, don't have and, your team there. Okay, right, good. And, right, and all of those things are true. I think that we, and when I say we, I mean the fan base, and in many instances I believe the media who's sitting there listening to this press conference, I think most people are looking at him going, but you're LeBron and you're the GOAT. And yeah, but you can't do it alone. Come on now. Well, I, I know. Seven, a 37-year-old LeBron can't do it alone. I I concur, but I think that we're, we're we're caught in our own minds of that's LeBron James. Well, here about this: when I got home, I was able to catch um, was it TNT, right? Uh, yep, they had the game. They had the game, right? Mm-hmm. So I was able to catch the end of it, and it wasn't oh look at the Suns who were first place and playing excellent. It's what's wrong with the Lakers right now, yeah, Laura. That's true. It was what's wrong yeah. with the Lakers because it's a national team, it's a national headline, and it's a dumpster fire of, of a team right now you're looking at what do you have and it's like okay you were supposed to do this but you're not doing that nobody cares about a team like phoenix who's doing well and playing well it's what are the lakers doing wrong okay so Le- even lebron they're showing how lebron got the points but who cares it's in a loss and laker twitter my i love watching oh it from God. a distance it's fantastic <laughs> yo like my guys at laker nation Darius soriano and them they do a great job and the tweets that come to them Oh my goodness, because Laker fans' expectations are different. And they're always different because they're supposed to win a title every single year. That's why you say Laker fans are some of the most delusional with expectations, Mm -hmm. but also some of the most diehard and educated when it comes to their team. They know the ins and outs of it. And what they're seeing right now, that is not what they were told early on in the season. All right, let's ask everybody. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Are you naively... Holding out hope Ain't like nobody I am. holding out hope. Come, Come on. on. There's Come delu- on. look, there's or- delusional fans out there that still think mm-hmm. that they're gonna win in seven. And I'm like, look, I love the Stop like, it. I'm serious. I've seen it. But Cap, are you saying win in seven? Is that you? No, but Good. but what but, but here's the thing. I hear I it's hear people local. wait, but here's the thing, here's what people tell me. This team was built for a seven game series. They're not built for a one game regular season. I'm going well, hold on. Wait, you mean to tell me that all of a sudden they're going to get into a seven-game series in the playoffs and everything's going to be different all of a sudden? Because that's what this team to? was built for? I'm like, talk to? believe me, dude. I'm like, I disagree with that. I want to hear what everybody thinks. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Are you holding out hope or is this Laker team toast? We'll come to your hey, call. They're not toast either, man. Calm down. Well, you see, I'm emotional, dude. I'm high as a You are up man. and down. This is what you deal with every week, Laura? Every day. Wow. Right. Win and, win and they're going to win a championship. Lose and they're done. Highs and lows, man. Very little gray area. Very little gray area. No, no, I'm going to stay for you. Come on, Cap. Uh, you know, that's actually a good point. I should actually breathe a little bit. That's a good idea.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, here's some holiday music for you, all right? Come on, this this has to put you in the mood. Come on, everybody. Are you clapping? You got it right. That's right. It's, and it's a two-in-one. Uh, 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 it's a uh. two-in-one clap. Okay, it's not just a clap. It's a two-in-one clap. Uh-uh. Uh. What is it? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. That's my. Uh, Nobody that's knows that I, what it is. No, actually, it's something I've adopted from, uh, you know, from Kanye. Really, something that Kanye kind of passed on to me. Don't. Sort of adopted that. The uh, the uh, huh? Yeah, it's kind of a it's kind of a filler when you don't know the words. Or I can you see just, you being on bring it on. Cliff that you said he had it, you got it from. He could have been. Uh, he could, he, don't you think Cap would have been good in bring it on? <laughs> oh, it's so been brought. The clapping right there? Yeah. Burr, but it's, a, but it's, it's cold in here. Yeah. Cal there State, must Dominguez be some Toros in the atmosphere. <laughs> I pretend to go to Dominguez Hills. <laughs> I, uh, I will tell you, it's a two clap and a one clap. It's a whole different no deal. Clue. It takes, what what, dude, it's a special kind of clap. It's not just a regular clap. <sighs> Feliz Navidad. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Feliz Navidad. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Yeah, it's a whole different deal, Beto. I'm telling you, man. Try it. You know what? Um. As a guy who is a devoted listener, I only listen, you know, driving around in Southern California, the freeways. I'm all over the mix. Um, I don't get to hear all three hours. I have been missing out because yeah, these I mean, little intricacies yeah. of the Scott Kaplan world, right? I've never picked up on them because I didn't really hear them. Oh, and oh, dude, you're missing a lot. It, yeah, that's one way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of nuance to the show, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like you, Cap. You're cool, man. Because you didn't have this flow with Billy Ray, man. You don't think so? No, 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 no. You were not clapping when you're in San Diego on the Mighty 690. You weren't doing that. Oh, dude. I don't know, man. I've done some. Well, I don't know. Maybe you weren't listening to all three hours back then. I know. No, 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 no. I was driving to El Camino <laughs> College. <laughs> uh, hey, listen, let, let's grab some calls. What do you say, man? You down with that? What am I do? Say no? Yeah, I mean, you could have said no. Like, no, I don't want to take calls. You know, actually, no, nah, because you idea. know, what? Laker fans need to vent right now because it's the holidays and they're stressed out about what's going to happen in the Secret Santa, the White Elephant, the tamales, the lines long in Amapola right now. If there's no champorrado, like, what, what are you going to do? And let them vent. Go ahead, Cap. All right, here we go, Carlos. You are on Sedano and Cap. Beto Duran is in the studio today, filling oh, in hey, for thank Sedano. You for taking my call. Yeah, go, yeah. man. What do you say? Yeah, hey, uh, Cap, you're doing a great job. Great Muchas job gracias. on the show. And uh, Beto brings a great, great angle today. I'm loving having Beto I, here I, today. Yeah, but I want to make a uh, touch upon the, the comment about LeBron's interview, uh, what, what Beto said about LeBron uh, sounding frustrated, I would agree. Uh, I, think he, I believe he said he, he might. He sounds like he didn't sign up for this and the team that was you know that he's playing with. Well, I said that. I said LeBron the, is he's actually the yeah. I he's said actually that. the one that that brought the team together. He's right. the one that signed up for it, and he was the GM of the team who brought this team together. So, yeah, but he, I don't he, think he, you would agree that LeBron's like, okay, we're gonna bring these guys in, let's help them out, we're gonna get them all signed up, but he didn't expect the season to be like this. 
Come on, did anybody expect the Lakers to be this bad right now? No, but he didn't. But what I'm saying is the, the comment the comment was he didn't sign up for this and he the, and the team that he was playing with. He's the one that arranged the players that he's playing with. Well, yeah, you're bringing them he's in the because one. you're expecting them to do their job and expecting them to perform. Nobody's performing yeah. right now. Yeah, it's a young man's game now, you know. Oh, yeah. And I'm a big, big, oh, yeah. I'm a big Laker fan, and I think they're they're frustrated. But you know what? Give them time. You know, still not even at the halfway point, and uh, we'll see what happens when they're when they're healthy. All right. So wait. So, so you are holding out hope. You have to. If you don't have hope, what do you have? Ooh, well said this yeah. holiday season. Nice jobs. Very nice jobs, That's as a matter it, of fact, Carlos. Thank you, man. Happy holidays you know to you. You know what you got? You got nothing. You got, <laughs> you got a lottery pick. And we were watching lottery pick. Look, I used to work at Spectrum Sports, and we used to do so many lottery pre, uh, preview, breakdown mm-hmm. shows. Mm-hmm. If they get the third pick, man, I hope the Lakers never have to go through that because my boy Geeter and everybody else at Spectrum, wah, wah. they don't need like to do that. You guys did what, like a couple years oh, first ago? Of all, first of all, first of all let, me, let me just say this. I'm not a Laker fan. But I'd rather be talking about what's going on in the playoffs in Jan- in June instead of, oh, let's break down Summer League. Woo! There's no need for that. And there's different <laughs> yeah. expectations. Lindsay, L.A., different expectations. You go to the World Series, you go to the Finals, you go to the Championships, no matter what. None of this, like, oh, also Ram stuff. Well, We're not San Diego. Facts. Ooh. Facts. Wow. We champions here. Well, I want to say well, we, they. Or, or, I say we. Well, yeah, but Beto is saying they, not we. Yeah. Here's Caesar. I ain't on payroll. Caesar in East I LA. Yo, you're on Sedano and Cap. What's up, Caesar? Cap. Yo. Okay, great job, Cap. You're awesome, man. <laughs> I'm a big fan of yours. Well, thank you. I'm a big fan of yours. Lie. You don't even know. Yeah, me. yeah. What and, are you talking uh, about, man? Beto. Man, one time I played with Beto softball. Great player, man, with uh, with Kevin Ding and Torrance. Oh, man, that was a fun softball yeah. team. We had a, a all-media softball team in on Sundays in uh, in Torrance. That's right. I remember you. What's up, Caesar? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I was yeah. Shortstop, but, man, you hit a bottom, man. You good, man. You should play ball there. No, no, no. No effort. Me, me and Cap, we're training for marathons here, bro. That's right. Or half marathons. Oh, okay, okay. Cool, cool. Anyway, and the girls, you guys are awesome, too. Love you, girls. Keep it up. Best love you too. For the Mexicans. We love that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, point about the Lakers, man. As a Laker fan, born and raised Laker fan, just frustrated. But kind of seeing this happening with, with that team, it's a young man's league right now. All these, these teams are fast. And I don't think the Lakers and the defense can keep up with that speed. I think that's the, what's killing us is they're just too fast for us. LeBron's going to do LeBron, but the other guys, they just can't keep up. They can't shift on defense. They, you, you saw yesterday against Phoenix, all those guys are just quick, fast. You can't run with those guys. You know, we need a, some more younger legs and more, more athletic. You know? I, love this. I love this call, Caesar, and thank you. I love it for this reason. There were two schools of thought going into this season. The one was, they're old, okay? And the other, and the other was, no, they're not old. They're experienced, you know, and then you had LeBron saying, keep saying these things about us. We're going to prove you wrong. And so far, it has proven that the younger, more athletic teams, by the way, not intimidated by LeBron or Carmelo or AD or Russ or any of these guys, these younger teams are, in many instances, it seems like they're running circles around the Lakers. You know what else, Cap? Tell me. Young players are not scared of LeBron. They're not scared 
out of Russell Westbrook because the day and age of you come into the league and you're like, oh, I, I idolize that guy. Nah, dudes now, they come after you immediately. They have no fear. And if they see uh, something that they can exploit, they go after it. Guys, it's not to say that they don't respect. They respect what you've accomplished. But when you get on the court now, that buddy, buddy, well, I'm going to go after you, it's happening. And they see the Lakers as a team that they can go and make their bones about it. They can go and say, hey, you know what? I took him here. I did this here. That's going to help them when they're trying to get themselves a contract or when they're trying to get themselves out of a bad situation into a better team. Or, hey, that might even get it where LeBron might say, you know what? Let's trade for that guy. You know, it's guys in the day and age now of where you used to come in and know your role. It's gone now, Cap. It's it's. Guys go after you immediately. Guys are not even going to college. They're going to the G League, and they're expecting to come in and perform right away. They're expecting to come in and show out right away. And they don't care what you've done because you're that old dude. Okay, great. Your time is done. Um, I wish I could disagree with you, but earlier in the season when the Lakers were playing, I think it was Detroit, what was that kid's name that got in LeBron's face when LeBron got kicked out of the game? I don't remember the kid's name, but I remember not knowing his name back then and having to research who he was, and I remember coming on the air going, gosh, I thought everybody, especially young guys who had LeBron posters on their wall, would at least be respectful. Hey, LeBron, I know it was an accident. No, this kid was in his face. Yeah. This kid wanted a piece. Because they're grown, man. They're grown. Here's Patrick in Long Beach. Patrick, you're on Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. What's up, Patrick? Thanks, guys, for taking my call. Uh, I'll try to be quick. I mean, it goes to a lot of people in the media like there's a weird portrayal that Laker fans are stupid or or, or don't, don't watch the game or aren't connected. But hey, I said you're some of the smartest. I said. That's true. Beto, I know you do, but when the roster was constructed, you know, there were so many fans saying, like, okay, you know, you're putting a lot of talent together. We're going to see how this works. But – it was a win mode now, and and you let you know Caruso last year. There's a stat for half court defense um, of allowing the the worst field goal percentage uh, for offensive players. Number one was Giannis. Number two was Caruso. And and we're trying to win now, and we don't pay that guy, so we can bring it back. Tht love Tht, but like bad moves. Then you sign Carmelo Anthony, who hasn't played defense in like 13 years ever, and. And it, and it, yeah, ever true. Not even at Marquette, and it, it was it's sad. We all saw this coming. I didn't think we'd be this bad, and I do think you know you have Westbrook, LeBron, and if AD's healthy, like they're gonna win some games. But it goes beyond that with our supporting cast, and I feel bad for Frank Vogel because he's an amazing coach. And I promise you, Rob ain't going down for this. You know, a coach goes down first, and and that would be a a, a big shame because I, I think we got to run it back with a different squad. Thank all right, guys. so Patrick, hope or no hope. Uh, I mean, for an NBA championship, no hope. Hope for a right. future yeah, some, someday. Wow. Okay, mm. there you go. All right, stick around. We're going to grab more of your Merry calls. Christmas, 877, yeah, Merry <laughs> Christmas is right. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. But coming up next, it's time for Radio Tinder. And, oh, by the way, don't forget – Santa Slee is going to come down your chimney at some point during this broadcast today, and you're going to have a chance to win some really great prize, and there's a lot under the tree right now. So make sure you stay tuned for Santa Slee. Hey, but hey, coming up, uh, yeah. Tamale time right now, bro. Oh, it is? Oh, yeah. We got I'm about to go grab one right now. ¿Quieres uno? De, de pollo. Yep. Or oh, de res. Oh, my God. De res. All right, we got yeah. you. Okay, very good. Very good. <laughs> All right. We be in, as a matter of fact. Mucho goodo. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Radio Tinder is right around the corner. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. 
Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. That's right. It is time for Radio Tinder here on Sedano and Cap. Beto Duran is in today for Sedano. They're loving you, Sedano. I mean, Cap. I'll tell you right now, they're loving you, dude. Nah, man. It's when you work with good people and you just have some fun. As Sedano said, you're going to love working with Cap. He's cool. Uh, just go be yourself and get after it. And that's what we're doing, man. I didn't realize the show's almost over. You know what you're really going to love <laughs> is Radio Tinder. Uh, yeah. Okay. So here we go. I've heard it once. Why do they keep saying your Instagram or Twitter name? Why do they say that all the time? Um, It's just like, you know, it's a bit. Okay. Because because they it it started off when I was doing radio Tinder on Mason in Ireland and I made an Instagram account trying to surpass Mason over a certain amount of time and then mm-hmm. I switched shows and it didn't really matter anymore so okay it's I not love, really I bit, love Chris but. Morales whatever he does yeah well, the Instagram so you, is at Lindsay Baseball there we go by the way. follow me at Lindsay Baseball on Instagram and Twitter all right let me okay so on. here's the deal Beto here's what happens if you agree with what Lindsay is asking you swipe right if you disagree you swipe left. Oh, so here we go. Yeah, this ain't going to work. Yeah, you got it. Don't worry. (laughs) Anyways. I got you. Just go for it. So Darren Rovell did something really weird on the internet again today. He started off by showing off all the pills that he's been taking after undergoing spinal cord surgery. But then things got better when he grabbed a visibly old pill bottle before showing that it's an old Hugh Hefner Viagra prescription bottle before confidently saying, yes, I'm now the owner of the greatest pill bottle of all time. And you want to guess how much he spent on it? Probably um, not. Uh, yeah, I mean, it sounds like the kind of thing that, um, you know, you find it on the internet and you're like, ooh, this pill bottle from this famous guy, I want to have that. I'm willing to spend money on that. So well, probably some you. stupid amount of money. Go he ahead. spent $8,000 on a dead guy's bottle of mm-hmm pills. Mm-hmm. So is this flex by Darren Rovell, the weirdest <laughs> flex ever? Swipe left or swipe right, Cap? I'm going to swipe left. It's not the weirdest flex ever. I'll give you one that uh, that it's I think bad. is just as weird. Okay, you ready? I have a friend of mine who is a short seller. So he's a guy in the stock market. He bets that stocks are going to go down rather than stocks go up. And he's a very, very successful guy. He bought a cigar uh, humidor, like a, but just a little small one. And on the front of it, it said the cigars of Bernie Madoff. So here's this guy that had this terrible Ponzi scheme that caused, you know, so many people to lose so many millions of dollars. People lost their lives as a matter of fact, over this thing. And he bought on the internet, Bernie Madoff's small little cigar humidor. So to me, that's kind of a weirder flex kind of. 
Beto, what do you weird. think? Weird. All this is just weird. Your friend's weird. Rovell, <clears throat> how do I swipe where I want to block him? Um, <laughs> you just hit the block button. That okay, so I, I'm not that guy to ever talk bad about somebody in the business. Um, usually if I'm going to do it, I'm going to tell you your face and you're going to know I don't like you. But Rovell, I, I muted him. I don't want to see any of his tweets because he's such a weirdo with what he flexes <laughs> and the way he... Tr- like, I used to like him. When he was at ESPN the first time and the business reporter mold started when he was in his 20s, I'm like, all right, cool, Northwestern guy, some mutual friend. And then he started flexing about... Basically, he was just issuing press releases and he was working for the companies and he's acting like he's breaking news. I don't like Rovell's style and his smugness and the way that he goes after people when they come after him. I just, what the heck are you doing with Hefner's Viagra pills? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, especially now when like, I don't know. It's super weird. I think it's the weirdest flex ever. Weirder than the Bernie Madoff cigar humidor. And especially now that like, Hugh Hefner's like, you know, they're, they're trying to like cancel Hugh Hefner from, from the grave. And, and Robel so. could have gone to Tijuana and got like whatever he needed for <laughs> che- way cheaper, right. bro. Way cheaper. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Super weird. Super, super yeah. weird. Oh, heartburn pills. That's what they're called. All right. Yeah. All right. So next one here. So LeBron James's infamous move to Miami in 2010 changed how fans view and talk about the NBA. And according to his former teammate, Iman Shumper, who also happens to be uh, the husband of my girl, Tiana Taylor. My girl is in, like, I love her. Uh, but it wasn't in a good way, uh, according to Iman. Shump joined the Bootleg Kev podcast, and here's exactly what he had to say. Ron knows he wrote basketball. Okay, let me ask you this. Do you think that was... I always look at the Ron first... ruined basketball. So he thought Le- he was. He thought he was making it better. I get it. So you think LeBron <laughs> ruined it for everything? He ruined the, 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 the disrespect... The, me personally, I love the NBA for the loyalty that I thought was there. He basically knocked the fourth wall down like, man, the, the owners ain't shit, they bullshit. We doing what we want. Great business move for sure. Uh, do you guys agree with Iman Shumpert? Swipe left or swipe right, Cap? Um, I'm going to swipe right and say that I think what he's trying to say is that by LeBron leaving his hometown team, the Cavs, to go join somebody else's already established championship caliber team and then go there to win a championship led to other players around the league like Kevin Durant leaving Oklahoma City to go to Golden State. And I just think people are turned off by it. So I'm, uh, I, I kind of understand, I think, what he's trying to say. I actually just like the gutsiness to say something like that when you were a former teammate of LeBron. So that's where I'm well, at. Well, I mean, clearly he was like stoned out of his mind. Sounded pretty high. Yeah. Actually. Won yeah. a couple of championships with them, but oh, well, anyways. Um, uh. Stop complaining. Uh, who cares? The uh, Ron did not ruin this because it, the ability for an athlete to control what he wants to do with his career, good for you. You want to build a super team? Good for you. You're the superstar who's the best in the world. Do whatever you want. Why are you going to go and be loyal to a billionaire who's not going to be loyal to you? That's why I always tell kids, it's not we because you're not on their payroll. It's they. And, oh, they're like, oh, without us, they can't do this. Yes, you can because the billionaires are getting more money. Go do whatever you want, and if you, as an athlete, only have a few years in your prime, do whatever you want that's best for you. And you know what? The Lakers had magic. Kareem, we're looking at Kareem right now on TV. Worthy. Was it Kareem in Milwaukee? Right? right. He got to L.A., right? Uh, Shaq was in Orlando. He got to L.A., right? This happens all the time, so keep on going. Do whatever you want. Just don't be in a small market doing it. <laughs> I feel like Shump was more like he's – I feel like he's not, he's not cool with the fact that now the owner's – 
don't have the power, which is weird because you would think that as a player, yeah. he would want the players to be in power. Well, and then we get a lockout. Okay. Right. Like exactly. Lou, we're doing what I think baseball. he's saying is, though, is that, is that there aren't, there's not going to be competition up and down. It's only going to be a few teams. I mean, that, that's his analysis. But it's analysis. always been like that. There's always been some sorry teams. Look at I mean, the Angels for the last decade. He was talking about, he went on in this interview talking about, like, you got players, like, texting each other and, and DMing each other about trades and stuff like that. And, like, I just don't think it should be like that. All right. Well, what is there, that, 1975? <laughs> Apparently, he's old school. You like right. that, Cap? I just, I feel you like. You like the loyalty I, to I, teams, huh? Well, I, well, listen, I mean, don't you want to see your favorite players stay with your team the no, whole time? No, they're not going to stay there anymore. Cap, when we were kids, we used to know the entire roster where they were born. Now you don't even know who's on the team. Well, I mean, the Lakers are a prime example of that. I mean, th- this roster this year and the rebuild of the roster every year, I was listening earlier to Mason and Ireland. I thought they had a good observation, which was last year, Phoenix is in the finals, and the guys that were on the court last night are the same guys that were in the finals last year, whereas for the Lakers, you have LeBron and AD. And so I'm not, it's not so much about loyalty. It's just, to me, it's about do you want there to only be three or four teams, or do you want the entire league? Like To me, I love the NFL because everybody seemingly has a chance. As long as your team is one of the good ones, yes. All right, finish up. One All more right, time. Real quick, one more just want to say, though, the Lakers did try and run it back last year, and they got bounced in the first round, so that didn't work for them. Anyway, on Tuesday night, <laughs> Cardi B hosted an extravagant sneaker-themed birthday party for her man, Offset, and had an Oprah-like gift for him. She brought out one of those giant golf charity, whatever you want to call it, $2 million check. And she said, what do you like? Oh, that's right, some shmoney. Babe, this is my birthday gift to you. I know you have a lot of business ventures coming in, so bring out the birthday gift mother bleeper. And then she said, here's $2 million. Here you go. Um, wow. Yeah. $2 million gift for my birthday, I would love that. So I'm not going to have you guys swipe on this one, but what is the most extravagant gift that you've ever given or received? Cap, I'll start with you. Um, I would just say, off top of my head, most extravagant gift I've ever given. It wasn't a $2 million check, but about a year oh, ago for a birthday, I got an e-bike for my girlfriend, and we went to the e-bike store, and we were oh, looking what? at them. An e-bike. You know? Was that your Peloton? No, no, no. No, an With e-bike. Club bangers? No, no, no. Club bangers, that's a whole different deal. That's my man, Alex okay, Dusan. Okay. But an e-bike is, uh, it's like a bicycle, but it's got an engine on it. It could do like 30 miles an hour. It's kind of like a moped. Oh, yeah, yeah. The one I, You can rent those like on... Uh, what are they called? Like birds or whatever. They have the ones where it's got like the extra gear and you can like push your pedals forward and they yeah, go zoom can, in. You can motor yeah. on these things. But we okay. went to the bike store and as they were looking and she was looking at the tags, she was like, ooh, this is a nice one. And it, she turned it around and it said her name on it. The guy goes, oh, sorry, this oh, one's actually nice. already sold for to this woman named Rachel. And she's like, oh, that's funny. My name's Rachel. And he goes, yeah, because that's your bike. Oh, that's, so that cool. Was, oh, that's but, cool. But it, but it wasn't $2 million, just to be sure. How about you, Beto? Uh, I'm terrible. I don't give gifts. I don't want gifts. Uh, you can call me a Grinch. I'm just bad about it. I don't even text you for your birthday because we're all grown. You know when your birthday is. All the people make a big deal on Instagram. Oh, it's my birthday. They repost it. No, no, no. Don't do that. Just if if you're my friend, I'm going to text you happy birthday. I'm not going to post it on social media, but I'm not buying you a damn thing. I'm the guy when you invite me to a birthday dinner, I say I am not going because I do not want to split a check with 25 people. And that dude over there got loaded and I just had water and salad. Next thing I know, oh I'm paying 300 God. bucks. I hate those checks. So <laughs> I, I am not involved. People, my friends know. Don't invite me. I am not involved, and I'm not going to buy you anything. Now, because if I'm just going to buy you something, I'll do it. Other, I'm the I'm the perfect guy to go to a bar with because I will pick up the tab all the time. As far as getting your gift, man, we're grown. Why are we giving each other gifts? <laughs>
I love the strong opinion well, on like, gift giving and listen. getting. Look, 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 you're, you're 45. Oh, you didn't give me nothing for my birthday. Who, why do we even care about your birthday, bro? Ya, ya pasó la quinceañera. Forget about it. Like, we're not getting you anything, right? You already had your bar mitzvah. Forget it. Let's go. <laughs> I don't exchange birthday gifts with anyone, but I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be super sad on Christmas when I have zero gifts to open because I didn't go home this year and I'm just going to be like sitting in my apartment. I got tamales for you. I have okay. your gift. I didn't know you were going to be here. I'll bring it tomorrow. So um, but no, to for, like, what's the most? Oh, ex- but I have a gift for you. Uh, to answer your question, I don't even know who asked the question. Yeah, but mo- most extravagant uh, present you've given her or, or received. I'm that guy. I don't give gifts. Your presents? <laughs> yeah. The, the <laughs> fact that I'm showing up my should tell you something, present. man. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'll let you know that I got to leave early. Beto es muy gracioso. I just want to say that right now. I've been saying it on Twitter as <laughs> what well. What does that mean? It means you're funny, man. I, you don't think you don't like Chistoso. the way I said it? Well, How I do you gonna... say it? Chistoso. Gracioso. Chistoso. So what's gracioso? I don't know. To me, that's what Google said is funny. Anyway, hey. <laughs> this uh, is why you don't speak Spanish Googling. on the show, Laura. Don't speak Spanish because that gives him a window to think he can speak like us. I'm Here's always going to speak Spanish. Karen Kay is standing by. She's got a report on traffic. We're coming back to your Laker calls. Everybody stick around. So... Now, does this song get you into the, the holiday spirit? Does it's it get classic, you into the mood? Man, the classic. You got to appreciate the classics. As far as the holiday spirit, I just crushed four tamales right now, man. I'm in the holiday spirit deluxe. Yo, really? those are so good. Please tell your kids. Thank you very much. All right, no problem. Michaela and uh, my niece Maddie, they made them. We had the Mexican assembly line. I get you, man. Yeah. I've been there. Yeah, I'm yeah, about yeah. to be there tonight. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Cap, I want to apologize to you. Yes, for what? You what said I, I will, you called what me gracioso. See, um, and because I got to be in Spanish in high school Spanish, I didn't know that that was a formal word. <laughs> gracioso is on Google Translate, calling me funny. So that's true. You know, you, I'm a I'm a funny guy. <laughs> he's funny. Hey, he's a funny guy. Funny he knows guy. what he said, Hendry. Hey, and also we're uh, we're doing well with the kids right now. Uh, Joseph Garcia at a Roosevelt High School. He says he's listening to us right now. Just got done with his basketball game. So East LA is representing for you right now, Cap. They're liking you. I like that, man. I like to hear it. Um, and they yes. saw me on Instagram. That's why you got to promote yourself on Instagram. Lindsay Baseball, by the way. Yep. Follow her. Thank you. Ding. Well, we also follow at UNAEQ, too. <laughs> U-N-E-E-Q underscore. I don't know if I can do that one. Underscore. U-N-E-E-Q underscore. I'll follow Lindsay, who has now 11,000 followers. Yeah, don't say mine out loud because I don't got none. 11,000 followers, Lindsay? Well, at? again, we made like this big push for it when I was producing Mason and Ireland because I was trying to prove that I could get more followers than Mason by like a certain day. And then we switched shows and we kind of the whole bit kind of went like, well, really? Lindsay, follow Lindsay. Yeah. Don't worry, Liz. I'll get you a couple grand right now. Thanks. Really? There you yeah. go. Hey. Don't, don't be buying them, though, you know. Nah, that's a girl. Who I am a man of the people. Listen. I am in the streets. They know what's up. I, I ride with them. I don't want to start anything, but I think that there's some people, you know, in the media that buy their followers. Come on, really? Oh, I'm yes. sure there is. Oh, oh yeah, there is for yeah. sure. Yeah. 100%. Really? People buy followers? Yeah. Where'd you be? Where do you buy them? Like, where you, is there a store? You're yes. like, I want to say, store? yes, you followers go to Walmart, bro. One, one time. <laughs> <laughs> Walmart.com, yeah. Kevin, one, one time I got a direct message from somebody from a bot. They got hacked a bot whatever the case was and it was like be just like me and buy followers on this website and i was like oh man Mm -mm. you just got your job based on social media and you bought your followers i had to sell them out all these influencers you'll see it they have a hundred thousand followers and then they post a picture and they have like 20 likes yes or there's no engagement on Mm -hmm. there so you're a real deal cap with your followers because you interact with them you're there 
Uh, so, but yeah, anything can be bought. It's mm-hmm. Instagram. It's social media. Anything can be fake. Yep. Angles, baby. Angles. Filters. Wow. Hell yeah. I, that's how I, I take I, my pictures, baby. Angles. Seriously. <laughs> I, would, I would never have known. I would I never to... have known where to buy a follower. It's like, hey, you got 6,000 followers on Instagram. Wait, don't it's you Google. have young kids? You have teenagers, right? College kids? I have, a, I have a 21, 19, 18, and 15. So yes, I have teenagers. And they're not putting you up on game? They don't teach you this? No, no, we don't need to buy followers. We no, but th- I mean, they talk about it. You haven't heard these conversations? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah I feel like it's like a toxic situation in that age group where people are like, oh, man, like I, I didn't get enough likes today. No, it, I can't go to school because I'm so depressed. It's not, it's not the high school kid because my son's in high school. Right? He's a it's junior a high school. It's thing. No, it's really? the wannabe influencers thing. It's yeah, the like, ones who are not necessarily. It's the ones who don't even go to school. The ones who are trying to be influencers. Oh, okay. Especially <laughs> the skip college. And especially make money. the fitness yeah. models. The wannabe fitness models. Oh my god, they're so fake. Oh my goodness, yeah. So fake. Oh like, yeah. Take this tea and whatever, whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Girl, bye. All kinds of stuff. Yeah. I have a friend of mine. She's an Cap influencer. Has no, idea. no, no, I do. But I, I have a friend of mine. She's an influencer. She's got about one hundred and twenty thousand followers on Instagram. Okay. She and her girlfriends. And their husbands, they're all influencers. So they all walk around with each other all day long, taking pictures yeah. and posting it's all hard. day long. Right? It's she hard. Just, she was just telling me this story. She just came back from a week's vacation in the Bahamas somewhere. She's telling me, I stayed at the best hotel here, and I had the best hotel here. We had the best dinner here. And she's like, and you know what the best part of it was? I go, no, tell me. She said, it didn't cost anything. And yeah. I said, what, what do you mean it didn't cost anything? She said, me and my five friends and their five husbands, they're all influencers too. So we just posted and posted and posted. And, uh, you know, $10,000 vacation cost Zippo because we were influencers posting and telling everybody Kat, about it. you don't do this? Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Wait, Maybe what do I do? Maybe not on vacations, but he does. Yeah, but Kat, what? you are the like ultimate you get, sales guy. Yeah, you get a guy. lot yeah. of stuff for free, Dude, I'm sure. Cap, I could get you whatever you need right now. Yeah. I can, because you're a, a man in his 50s, in shape, former athlete. You know how many guys want to be you, Cap? No, oh, man, me. I can this tell you. This is news to me. Yeah, all right. Well, um, this is my last show. Nice knowing you. See you guys. <laughs> <laughs> <Good> pleasure. <laughs> I don't know about this, man. I don't oh know about buying God. followers. Hey, you think I'm going to give it to you for free? Come on, uh, man. Yeah, I'm man. not saying buy followers. Buy this program. Dude, hey, a uh, 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 white guy, salt and pepper, living on the beach. Oh, my God. I can Slow sell motion. you. Running. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's slow motion because it's slow motion. It's not because it's in slow motion. You it know what I'm saying? Matter, There's a big bro. difference. Sell yourself, bro. Big difference. Hey, no loyalty right now. Let's go. Sell yourself. All right. All right. We're coming back to your calls. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN.